Kathy. Woody. Kathy. Buggy. Yes. What? Hi. Hello. How you doing? Pretty good. Here we are. All alone in All the, alone. In wait, my special wait, ready, place. Ready, ready. Oh! Yeah, that's... That's very <laughs> echoey. That's, uh, that's pretty echoey. Hey, the cabinets are coming soon, so there'll be less of an echo soon. I like the... Well, it's especially great when there's just two stuffed dolphin uh, kinky toys in on the chair. I thought Dell was going to be here, and so I brought him the, the, the dolphin floggers. I see. And uh, so can I demo bottom on you? No. No? Absolutely not. No? You, you don't no. want me to hit you with dolphins? Well, they are very plushy, so I can't say... I, I don't think it would be, be bad. It would yeah. be like a little massage. Except but for then the, we, we go down a, a road that we don't really want to go down you or I. Well, we as plural, I would go down that road. I, hey, hey, what am I? Uh, just a bystander? No, you'd no, be I, hitting me. Yeah, I know, but you're the one that says you don't want to go. We, you just don't include both of us because I would spank you. I have no, I have no problem with that. It'd be hot. I think it would be a huge mistake. Maybe it would be. I never said it wouldn't be a mistake. Huge. Yet. It will be huge. <laughs> no, it would be. I don't know. Maybe for you. No, I'm for, pretty, for both of us. No, Kathy. For our I, relationship. I, I don't yes. think relationship. What kind of relationship do we have? We where we, really I can't beat a... you with dolphins. Oh, it's... that's what I. <laughs> Tell me the kind of relationship. Is there a psychological term for that? Are you saying there's no such thing as a good relationship unless you can hit somebody with dolphins? That's what I'm saying, Kathy. Maybe we just haven't opened up to that next level, which is beating you with dolphin stuffies. No, Boogie, no. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, but this is why you and Mew are so good together because she she is a squabster. She is a squabster. Who likes to probably be hit by plushies. She likes to be hit by all talk. At, why don't we just go ahead and start this little show by ourselves? Your, your voice is getting really high. <laughs> and I just pressed it. And I'm, God damn it! The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Do the intro. Hello, welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from Kathy's special place in a garage that has a great little echo in it because there's nobody here but us. I'm Kathy. And I am Count Boogie. God damn it, Kathy. I don't care because I'm into this. I'm into this whole thing. What whole thing? Where you and I are here. I think we do great just you know what, by I'm, ourselves. I'm going to say, I do think that when there's no audience here, you and I are much more engaged with each other because we're not playing toward an audience. We're not performing. So we're just like actually having a conversation between you and I. It's a very different show. It is a different in show. In my opinion. It is. I don't, that, that totally distracted me from uh, my energy. Where you were going to go? I, yeah, I was like... I, Forget I said anything. Yeah, okay. Yeah, whatever. All right. What do you want to talk about? Kathy? Well, that was what I was going to say. I was going to say it's, it's great. Like, the first car show that we did for our Patreon listeners, which, isn't that this week? Well, this Thursday we're recording. This again. Thursday. So in a couple of days, we're going to get in the car. And for our patron listeners, or our patron supporters, uh, Kathy and I get in and we do a special show just for our Patreon subscribers. In the car. In the car. And we totally talk shit about everyone we see while we're driving. But this time we'll actually have 
kinky topics to talk about. Although why we're in the car, I don't know, since we have this garage. We don't actually need to drive around. Kathy, you know? it, it adds a dynamic. And that's what some I of the people definitely a said. a dynamic that people want. Yeah, they did. They said it's an interesting angle. It makes it a different thing because it's a whole different environment. I like the car show. I want to keep doing it. And uh, until and you get bored with it, and then we stop. Kathy, I'm sensing a little bit of a and a little passive aggression there. No, it's just flat out aggression. <laughs> There's no passive you are a about dick. it. You are a dick, Madam Kathy. <laughs> Wait, why? What do you mean passive? There is no, well, you know, I tried to give you the benefit of the doubt, but no. that is surely not going to happen. Kathy, do you like my new broken phone? Boogie, I swear to God, next time when you buy a phone before <sighs> you walk out of the store, buy the cover. I ordered the cover. And you said, you know, I could use your, your P.O. box How because I don't have... How many months ago did I say you could use Okay, my well, box? that's... I'd completely forgotten. Now, you don't know, granted, because I didn't tell you that I only check my P.O. box about no, once it a doesn't, month. No, it doesn't matter because they sent the thing and said, hey, your, your case has arrived, you know, because I got the thing and they didn't have one in the store. And then I went to another store and they didn't have the case for my phone, my new phone. And so I ordered one online and then they said, okay, we'll ship it. And I put your, your box. And then a few days ago they sent and said, it has arrived. And it has not. And it did not arrive. You went and checked and it wasn't there. So it's lost somewhere in the fucking post office. No, well, now and, I have to go look. And in the two days, well, now you're getting going to go look at the post office so they can find the case that would have been on my phone when I knocked it off the table in storage, <gasps> face down, and smashed my brand new screen. <laughs> Why did that you now order it on eBay? Literally looks, huh? Why did you order a cover on eBay? Because I could. I went to. It's a. It's a different type of phone. So I guess it's a little bigger, and there weren't cases in Best Buy and a couple of the different places. I I went so i said okay well i'll order it and then i thought i ordered it from somewhere local but i didn't it all from sudden, australia from indiana New Zealand or, something. or something. i'm like god damn it and i'm like okay i'll just baby my phone until it arrives and then it supposedly arrived but then it didn't i had to wait a couple more days and in that time you broke your phone I broke my brand new. You didn't phone. actually break it. You just broke. Just the broke screen. the glass. Right. Just completely and you said it shattered. Costs too much to the get. Gla- well, I mean, it, it costs a hundred bucks. Is that to more than the, the phone gas. itself? No, the phone was like four, uh, three fifty. You know, I got yeah, a special. But you got to do it because look at that. Is that, that just looks so insane? Sad. Yeah, it's so fun with the packaging tape on it, playing Pokemon Go. Is that depressed. what's on there? Everyone from the group saw it, and they're just like, oh. And I'm like, I still caught two shiny Mewtwo's with it. So fuck it. You know. Didn't somebody write us and say that they had an extra phone somewhere that they could give you? They can sure send that. <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> right about now. I have to comb through our emails, but somebody right said now. they had a phone. Just yeah, send it. Get, yeah, if you, well, as long as it's a, it has to be a certain level of phone, otherwise it, it doesn't work. But it doesn't matter. This one still works, and I will have to cough up the 100 bucks eventually and get a new glass. But right now it's pretty thug. So it's just those are some of the funny things that happen. <laughs> and didn't you and Mew go to a certain show? We did. We owned the Conan o- O'Brien show. I don't think and so. uh we did. And I laughed and audienced and I'm really good. Here's the thing. I'm gonna be really honest. Love Conan. It was not the best episode. Mm. Just flat. Really, Conan tried. You can see he tries. He's a fucking pro. But you can't. But you can't you make can, every. You show cannot perfect. stick your dick in a dead horse and expect it to come. That's what I'm saying. Is and that what he did? That I'm pretty sure that's what he did. He had the guy on that was like Skiffler on Dude, Where's My Car and whatever, and he's a cool guy. 
but he played a serial killer in some new movie, and it just wasn't a super energized interview. And then he had a comedian on, and she, and once again, Kathy, I wish you could have seen this set because it, everyone in the audience was like, what the fuck? And I'm cackling laughing, not because it was funny. But just because it was so ballsy, she did literally six minutes on the Conan O'Brien show, uh, kind of like a feminist view of serial killers, Ted Bundy, and like, you know, and the guy before was doing his movie where he was a serial killer in the movie, and now she's doing six minutes on serial killers, but it wasn't necessarily funny, but it was like really, really dark. And of course, I totally appreciate. If you're going to die, go for it. And she was dying, and I'm laughing as hard as I can. You, like, probably, if you saw the show, you heard one guy cackling, and the whole audience was just staring because it was so dark. Is this a live thing? I never No, know. they record, they tape, and then they play it later. In the same day? I guess in the same day or whatever, and I didn't see it. So I could go on, on YouTube and see this? Maybe. I, I don't know. Okay. Maybe. I don't know if they post them on YouTube. But it was just not a great show. But, I mean, obviously, I loved her thing because she just commits she went for it you know and just just plowed through and i was the only one that found a tremendous uh tremendous uh respect for her wow. for going so dark on in front of millions of people because i kathy have failed in front of thousands and thousands of people um on more than one occasion uh and uh and i just there's there's a certain love that i have because that's where the pioneers come from you know, Andy Kaufman and, and what the, Bill Hicks. And, you know, there's so many comedians that have these really fucked up points of view. And if everyone stayed straight in it, Rodney, even Rodney Dangerfield in his time was really, you know, that you sometimes you just got to go for it. And it may not work, you know, but you throw out something twisted and weird and alternative. And sometimes it hits and sometimes it. Mew has no canned laughter. Like, no. she just stared the whole time, and I'm like, come on, it's a show, we gotta, you know, gotta, and she's just like, I don't get it, what what the hell is she talking about? I go, this is great! And most of the audience didn't most get it Most of the audience oh. was like, <laughs> Wow. I now loved, I gotta see this. Loved it! It was so dark, I loved it. So yeah, it wasn't the strongest show, but Conan, of course, came out and, and did his thing, and it was a lot of fun. That's and, good, you guys uh, had fun. Yeah, it was really cool. It was like a little date, and we you know took her to dinner and whatever, and then went to the boat the night before last, which was, Kathy, we had our... You ever have that... I mean, maybe you've had it more because you go and see Creative Explorer, but we finally had the moment where it was like after all this time and after all this drama and weirdness and stuff that's going on, it was wonderful to be like, oh, yeah, we're kinky. I have a podcast. You know, we talk about kink and BDSM, right? but it's been like six months since I've played in a dungeon. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel like, dude, am I qualified to do this show? I have to start going, you know, I'm considering going back to a doorway, you know, just to play. Now I, yeah. you know, party passes. I don't, I, don't need, I don't need to talk to people. I don't need to whatever, but I need to be playing because I, I was really, you know, I mean, we always have rough sex and some, you know, dirty talk and whatever. Right. Um, but I really have backed off a lot of the play. And we did a full on, like, tighter up role play, bondage, rape, mouth raping till the fucking <laughs> face smacking. Got her drunk on tequila. Just like every fantasy that is hers. Uh, and, and it was just super dirty. 
super dirty, super, you know, it was violent and, and it was just really, really kinky. And the next morning she was just beaming. She was like, oh my God, I just needed that so bad. And, and I really feel like we reconnected. And, and so it was really cool because she's about to go off on another trip and, and go, you know, interview uh, at a school. And, uh, and so it was really cool just to be like, oh yeah, this is the hot stuff that we really like where it's a scene and bondage and, and, and you bring it all. So it was really, I don't know, it was really cool and it did kind of charge me up and I'm like, you know, I reached level 40 in Pokemon Go and that was pretty amazing, which is the highest level that you can get. I mean, you can do more, but you know, that's pretty much like you become Yoda and, uh, and I'm like, okay, well that was fun. I'd like to start fucking again. I'd like to start fucking a lot of different women and beating them and doing horrible things to them that they like. Right. That's what right, I want right, to do. Right, 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 right. Kathy? What? Can I beat you with dolphins? No. I'm in a new zone. No. I'm in a new love zone. You cannot beat me with plushies. Can I just stick the nose of the dolphin in between your butt crack? No. And just have it sniff your butt and make mm. the dolphin sound? No. And that's not really a dolphin no. sound. No? No. Well, Sorry. what have you been up to? Um, the usual weekend with Creative Explorer. It was really relaxing and I had a good time. And I did you get dick? I did not get slammed with the dick. I don't know why. Sometimes he's in the mood. Sometimes just, he does not plan days, right? So it's not like he goes, well. At 3.15, there'll be time You know, we have to have three sandwich. meals today and in between this happens and then we could do that. He'll just get on his computer. Start playing. Before he knows it, it's like three or four o'clock. And I've been working on the podcast on my computer off the other side of the house. And uh, there's not enough time to do everything. Oh, we have to go out. We have to go shopping. We have to go grocery shopping. We have to do this. I have to make dinner. There's a timetable that I'm keenly aware of because I know what has to happen during my day. And I plan it very well because I don't like getting caught off guard. And I don't like suddenly it's 10 o'clock and I realize I should be asleep already and I didn't have half my shit done. So it is very disturbing to me to have that kind of day or week. Uh, But you're in submission to him during that week. Can't you talk before and go, hey. Hey. Hey, Mr. Free-flowing, organic gamer nerd guy. Maybe you need to suck it up and uh, make a little bit of a plan that at this time you're going to ram your fucking non-flaccid penis in me. He does at some point get bored, get up, walk around, see what I'm up to and go, come here. Or doesn't even say come here. He just grabs the ring on my collar and pulls me into the bedroom and makes me suck his freaking dick. And then (laughs) afterwards... I'll be like, oh, maybe we'll get to fuck now. Maybe he's going to fuck me and spank me really hard and do all that stuff that I like. And instead, he'll go, okay, get up here and play with my balls while I jack off. <laughs> Kathy. And inside, I'm like seething, going, but then I don't get to get fucked because then you're going to come and take a shower, but then it'll be time to have dinner. You only do one you know, sexual kinky thing a day and that'll be it. God damn it. That means I got to get myself off and I play with his freaking balls and he gets off and he goes take a shower and then he leaves and I get into bed and pull up some kinky imagery online so I can get all excited and then I get myself off. 
Kathy, that, that is... That was so sad what I just said. That is the saddest story I have ever heard. I don't have an unclap. <laughs> you know, we have... We need an unclap. We have button R, which is... You know, the golf clap. The, I, there, what is the reverse of clap? Where just like people go, oh. We just need, Just like, oh. That is awful. That cannot, that just, no. I, hey, oh, hey, we made it. You know what? We had uh, another thing where a, a scene slipped sideways. Right. And I, and I got into a negative feedback loop, which hasn't happened in probably over a year. And it, and it happened again. Um, but I recognized it right in the middle it doesn't matter. I can recognize it. I can't get out of it. That's what a negative feedback loop is. Right, right. And so, um, you know, we talked about it the next morning, got it all straightened out. It was all good, but... Um, Did it include the sad fucking that you didn't no, get? No, that was later that day. That's when that happened. Uh, you know, okay. I know. Last week it was perverted podcast listeners. The week before that, um, wait, wait, we have, a now, couple of weeks ago, it was you know my vagina decided to start bleeding. My uterus decided okay. to start, and so the week after that, he was all careful, like, "Are you okay?" So we didn't have sex. And now this week, negative feedback loop, and then next day we're a little bit careful, but that doesn't mean he's not going to get off. Mm. And so it's like three freaking weeks with no no boom mm. boom. What did no? What did that guy call it? No wonga wonga. No wonga wonga. <laughs> Remember? Yes, dystopian, whatever dystopian chastity. Dystopian. <laughs> Dionysian. Dionysian, Dianetics, dystopian, whatever. No wonga wonga. Oh. Fits the bill. Well, so. So, it, Kathy, what do we. Hey, Kathy? Okay, wait. Let me just first of all Go say ahead. that that does not in any way mean that I did not enjoy myself. I still got to totally be in submission and be forced, which is really high up on my list of kinks and. And we had a great time, and I always enjoy his company, and he's a lot of fun. There were a lot of good things about it, but sometimes when I walk out of the Kathy, if we well, do I a- didn't get fucked, and I'm a mammy, mammy, mammy. Kathy, if we did a little rewind. I wanted to get dick in my vagina. <laughs> I, Kathy, I want you to get dick in your vagina. Believe me, you are so happier when you do get thine. You can't tell. You're just lying. You can't the- tell when I don't Kathy- have dick in my vagina we've done this is what show 225 now yes it is kathy i hate to break this to you but you and i don't really remember all the things that we say but i remember enough to know that the majority of our perverted podcast listeners are probably very used to hearing this story of bratty dissatisfaction yeah, but it doesn't and we happen all every were, month. It does, Kathy. No, it, it doesn't. You don't <laughs> really remember does. anything. This is so... There are so many endless stories uh, that are very similar to this. I think everyone in perverted podcast land is just like, can we just get Kathy some side dick and just maybe a side... Side dick would be good. Just some side dick. Someone I that you just... You're like, dick. I like this person, but I don't want to be interactive with them. I just want some side some dick. Some side dick. Just... Just pull my hair and, and, you know, throw me around a little bit. And, and just fuck you. Although the pulling of the hair is what started the negative feedback loop because he was pulling too hard. So don't It was like yank. my hair was coming out of his scalp and I was like, oh, fuck, that hurts. But I couldn't tell him. And part of my brain is like, you know, just suck it up and take it. You're, you're supposed to like this. Don't, don't be all whiny and every time. And then he would do it again. And then the fury in me comes up and I shut down, immediately shut down. 
Not going to say anything. Not going to participate in this scene. You guys don't have safe words? I can't safe word. Why? You, I become completely nonverbal. I'm like, oh. I am... Can't I, you grunt or fart or something? I mean... You, you don't understand... Uh, do, like do an armpit fart? Like... You know, just... I've always wanted to do that. I can't. I've tried. I was able to do it when I was a kid. <laughs> Trust me, when we gained the weight, it just doesn't... Mew uh, can do it with her I... sternum. Oh, my God. She actually does something with her sternum, and she's like, everyone is always amazed, you know, because she's kind of small up top. And so she can literally just be all, quick, quick, quick. because she's so skinny, her, her rib cage is concave. She's very proud of this talent. Oh, my God. You, Mew, and, I will not be able, you and I will not be able to sternum fart. But no. you should have some nonverbal. You know, if you're not, if you've never been in that deep submissive headspace, it's very difficult to understand going nonverbal. I can, right. If I put tremendous effort into it, I can pull myself out. The problem is when you're in the middle of it, you don't have all your faculties. Sure. Okay, and, and at each time that it has, has happened, and it really has only happened like maybe three times, I become more aware of it the next time. And so this was part of our conversation, and I told him, I, I think next time I will be able to pull myself out of it instead of going round and round in that loop and completely unable to pull myself out of it. So we'll see. So, you're try- so what you're trying to find is, is the, the preemptive signs the tail t- the signs that you're coming into that and then trying to find a way to he, keep your headspace that's still- definitely what he wants to contribute is he his he we talked about on he questioned me and and it, the reason was his goal was to find a way to be able to tell the signs and be able to see this is coming down that I can see this happening and I gave him some good information and and he was happy to have it. And he, he and I are both confident that next time this shit happens. He's going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to see it because so much of what was happening is um, it can easily be interpreted as part of my submission. I don't say anything. I mm. just immediately start doing what I'm told. But inside the turmoil is I hate this motherfucker. Um, I am completely pulling back and I am not participating in this scene. And it's almost... I'm almost going to, I don't want to sound all emo, but it's almost what used to happen when I was a kid, when I was in grammar school and things would happen that I could not deal with, whether it was coming from a teacher because those Catholic school teachers were not nice or traditionally no, (laughs) or whether it was coming from cruel, you know, classmates who my sister and I were never (laughs) anywhere near popular. And so what happens is I start to distance myself and almost disassociate as if it's, it's not happening to me, it's happening to somebody else. And the only way that that part of me could cope was to not participate in the scene by distancing myself. And it is all, it's very similar to that. I'm not going to say that I immediately revert to that, but when I get into a negative feedback loop and I become nonverbal, it is very, very similar to that. So it's a way it's, of coping. So it's a way of for you guys to interpret what those physical signs are cuz this is now you're now you're getting into like the advanced super body language interpretation stuff because at that point if you if you don't have the facilities to say forward or make some sort of, you know, audible sign or something, he as the top is going to have to be able to read you. 
And I don't like that he'd have to, but I can see that it would help tremendously if he could see it. But they got like one twitchy eye or something. <laughs> one like, hey, hey, her eye is going all twitchy. Either she's having a stroke or having a stroke or get that negative feedback going on again. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I look for. I mean, this is. This was actually a really good potato mayhem. Um, <laughs> we're we're so talking we're, about shit. We're what, 30 minutes in? <laughs> 27, goddammit. Uh, but no, I, I think this is important because this is the types of things that's the reality, you know, uh, in uh, the other shows and in the community. You're all like, just use a safe word and just, you know, yeah. what can you do? And But that's not always just... That's just not always going to happen. No, you're. Let's face it. We're playing with the edge. Even an over the knee spanking can hit that edge. Sure. Yeah, and you. Ne- and so you never see these things coming. You're. You're absolutely not going to see it coming. Um, and you're not going to understand when someone is telling you how they went through it until you yourself go through it. So, the best you can do is is have an open communication with your partner, discuss it at length, uh, and have a tremendous amount of empathy and compassion for each other and hopefully you already have that if you're in a caring committed or at least doesn't have to be exclusive but committed to each other's well-being right and then you get through it and the next time it happens it gets a little better and the next time after that it gets a little better and like i said you don't you don't always plan it but um that kind of shit happens you have to be prepared for that in kink it, it sometimes it may not happen for years but uh, I just can't, I find it hard to imagine anybody in kink not reaching a place where a scene slips sideways at some point. Right. So, yeah. That was good. I like it. That guy helps you deal with mental herpes. Let's put a logic condom on our brain. Now we're better protected from a king shaming world. And Kathy puts up blog posts that stab at other issues that she has with me and hopes that I'll kind of take the gist of the gist of the topic and internalize it. I'm talking about this post, Kathy. I believe you picked this post specifically to give me a subliminal message about me and my ability inability to receive. But that's yeah. Just my well, guess. first of all, you're giving me a tremendous amount of you're a smart little sleuth. No. If you look at my uh, Kathy Bates FetLife post document, you will see one at the top, and it's this one. <laughs> so I literally have no choice, and this one's been sitting there for a while. So you saved it. I, I no, I waited until it. I had no choice. I, All right, I didn't. No, honestly. Okay, sure. You're going to be surprised when you hear what I have to say about it. If that's what you really thought, <laughs> this <laughs> one is from Leela Sadistic. It's called. Are they really looking to serve, and am I really looking to be served? Mm. Uh She says, Receiving isn't passive. Knowing how to graciously and fully receive something, or to even ask for something, much less demand something, is a skill that has to be practiced and developed, just like anything else. It might feel awkward or quote-unquote selfish at first, especially if you're not used to it, But once you learn how to fully receive something, if it's something that you want, it is a very empowering experience. I think it's a great thing for women to learn how to do, especially those of us who have given so much and never learned how to receive. 
From a submissive man, this type of genuine service that isn't self-seeking but truly meant to be of service is a wonderful gift, a true gift of submission. And when you're able to fully receive it, it fulfills his desire to serve, which is the gift that we give back to him. As dominance, we give many things, but one of the things we give is our ability to receive and to ask for what we want. Hmm. Hmm. I will tell you why I chose this. Why did you chose this? Because this is certainly not something that is exclusive to women, but she sure. is a woman and is giving a woman's point of view with sure. a submissive male. And it is something that I've talked about on the show before. I am not, I have found it very hard to be in a position of receiving service from somebody in a kink environment. I am constantly putting myself in their place thinking, okay, but I, I, you know, I should really just be very thankful and I should show them how grateful I am. And I, and suddenly it's just, I could see the light go in their off in their eyes. Yeah. So I've had situations where, you know, my Michelle runs, um, a femdom party. Sure. Uh, it's very successful. And I was there, I hosted it for a long time. And so I go to, I used to go to this event a lot. And there will always be men there, men and women who were in service, but mostly men. And uh, on occasion, one of them would want to serve me for the evening, uh, something along those lines. Maybe they were a friend of a friend or somebody that I just met and they wanted to try it because they were new. I found it very difficult to my great horror and shame. (laughs) I'm supposed to be a dominant woman, and yet I find it extremely difficult to take service from other people. So... When I read this and I, and I thought, and I read how she described it, that it's a skill that has to be practiced and developed, I thought that is so 100% true. It's not something I've mastered because I haven't put a lot of effort into learning it. And it is a learned skill, particularly for someone like myself who goes through life trying to please others, who goes through life trying to be the good girl from the... The, one of the earliest memories I have is following my mother around. As a little kid, I can remember that walking down the hall and looking up that she was just so tall. And as I was just following her around, I didn't understand. I knew that I was angry at her. And every time she would turn around and look at me, I would turn away like a little kid, like, I'm not looking at you. It wasn't until a lot later that um, I realized she told me the story that um, we had gone away without her. We'd gone away with family members. And in my stupid little mind, I interpreted that as um, she had abandoned me. Mm. And I have spent so much of my life trying to be a good girl because whenever I pleased her, I got really good feedback. I got really good responses as a kid. I needed that. And it has, it has created my personality. And so almost when I'm trying to let someone be of service to me, it's going against my personality. It is. And so it is a very difficult thing to learn. And one that infuriates me because I like seeing people around me in service to me. And when I can let it happen, it is an absolutely thrilling kink and so i i just i hate that the amount of work it takes me to get there almost makes it to that i it doesn't happen often enough 
Kathy, let me validate you. No, don't validate me. You do need some validation, and I want to give you that validation. I appreciate the fact that this is a struggle that people who take on the top role or the dominant role have. Because if you don't have that struggle, if it's very easy for you to just take from people and to let them serve you, I think your risk is much higher for arrogance and a pride that is going to make you overlook, um, which I've seen. I mean, I can see that, yeah. I've seen the snobby, arrogant dominance. (laughs) What did you just not (laughs) say? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what you're doing. We'll just call them uh, people I don't respect. Ah, Um, I see what you're doing. So people that are just, I don't have a problem taking and they act very into it. I think uh, having that conflict and not wanting to be that. Now then, of course, if it gets to the point where it's obsessive, then of course you will never learn how to receive from people. And this is obviously something that I I struggle with uh, and have a lot of cognitive dissonance with myself. Um, and how much do I receive and what, and then my negative program, because I had a lot of negative programming in my youth around receiving and that everything had a specific value and I was never, you know, I never lived up to that. Um, I was a disappointment. And so whatever I did was a disappointment. So, and I was a burden. So those things, and I know that's very emo and whatever, but it's just the, that's just the way it was. So that conflict that you have with not receiving, I think at its base is incredibly healthy because now you can look at both sides and it is important to see what is the other person sacrificing and do I deserve this level of attention from someone? And I learned a lot of this with Mew, an incredible amount. Like I didn't want people touching me. I didn't want people... Uh, I mean, very, very limited sexually. I'm always in charge. And uh, I remember you said that you finally allowed her to use the rolling pin on your back. She uses the rolling pin on me. She scratches my head. She, I mean, not to be overly uh, Kathy grossed out, but I actually <laughs> let her. Uh, oh, because, God. you know, I've been in the van and I can't shave my back. Oh, why is that? And it was literally fucking <laughs> Chewbacca. And just like it's hot, so you know, not hot like sexy hot, like hot. It's fucking hot weather. Um, and she's like, "Daddy, let me let me shave your back. Let me shave your." And I'm like, "This creeps me out so bad because it's just something I am like, like I can't get my head around that that service to her because she knows it literally knocks twenty degrees off the temperature on your back and the heat." And, of course, I hate hair and, and whatever and dirt and smell, whatever. Um, and it's just – it is such a, a, just a direct service. There is – that's a service. And to be able to let her do that and to spend time and to also see how excited she got, like literally excited, and it just baffles my thinking to like watch the whole time and there's just so much grinding like, oh, my God. God, what the fuck am I doing? And of course, she gets off on my discomfort and puts all the hair in a little bag and shows me the bag every fucking four seconds and goes, look, it's like almost like a, a head of hair. Um, 
So I definitely get that struggle, and I think it's very positive to go through that. But on the other end, if you don't allow yourself to go through that, you are going to be doing a disservice to the person that wants to be in service to you. Right. Because you're not accepting you're not accepting anything from them and they're never, you know, you're never getting the chance to actually be of service. Right. Absolutely. That's why I like this post because she does talk about how you're not allowing your submissive to fulfill their their Yeah, cuz that's purpose. their jam. Yeah, it yeah. may not be my jam in that way, but I mean in a in a sense, you know, I make her meals, I make, you know, I'm constantly in service to to my little girl. That's that's the kind of the daddy thing. But if I don't allow her to help, if I don't allow her to do those things, then how is she going to grow? I mean, she's going into medicine. That's an entire service-based industry. You know, I'm not helping prepare her. There are so many, so many ways. And then ultimately it comes down to, you know, like when she's giving me rolling pins or whatever that's literally saving my life and circulating my blood, um, that it it is nice to just let someone do something for you every now and again. Yeah. Can I do that with everyone right now? No. Financially, obviously, you know, we have big fights about this and, and I have a lot of struggles with this and, and it, it really is piece by piece. But uh, but I don't know. This post was like, I saw this and I'm like, Kathy's trying to send me a message. No. Trying to send me a message. No, it was purely selfish. When I read this, I thought only of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have trouble receiving submission from men, even though I absolutely love it. So what could you do to improve? I mean, maybe do like little, little well, the bite-sized services? Well, the number one thing I have to do is actually get, get, into, a man. get into a party in which women <laughs> are dominant. That's number one. So I need, Good unfortunately, start. I'm not participating in the kink community right now, and it might be quite a while before I do again. Do you really so. think it's going to be that long? Because yes. I'm starting to get to that point to no. where I'm like... Yeah, but like you said, I get to go to Creative Explorers every weekend and get sure, my kink sure. on, and you don't. Right. So possibly if that weren't the case, I would push. probably have to push myself. If that was the only place I was getting any kink, uh, then right. yeah, absolutely. But because I don't have to, um, and because I'm, I, I'm sorry, these wounds are still very open, sure. and I don't... I am very unhappy with these people, and particularly because these were people that I used to consider friends and never will again. Right. It doesn't matter even if we get to a place where we're in the same room together. I, I have seen a side of them now that will forever alter my relationship with them. Yeah, I'm not as... I'm not as- I mean, obviously, I lost a lot, so I, but I'm I mean, not I as bitter because I'm an asshole. So I'm like, what? Someone was an a- I can get over shit a lot. I think a lot I better than you. I can get over shit too, but I don't. Will never impose any I won't, trust. Yeah, in I them won't trust. But yeah, that's that's fine. So you know, okay, this isn't someone that I can trust or feel that I can really connect with on that level. But I, I can. I, I've worked with a lot of enemies before, and just and that's why I'm kind of like, look, if that place is still there, and of course, I got all these party passes that I worked and volunteered for for fucking 10 years. Um, you know, why am I letting everyone win? And that's what it really it comes down to. And I'm some of those people, of course, would love for me to never show my fucking face again. And whatever. Why give them that? I don't care. I, fuck I, you. I, like I, I want to go I, play. I don't see it that you know? way because I have the luxury of being able to. Yeah. And even if it was another place, like there's all these other clubs. I'm there like, hey. certainly if, are. If somebody wants a perverted podcast review and wants to let me in your club for free because I'm poor, um, oh then by all means, I am whoring, okay? Let me you know, you could give a, some of your doorway party passes 
in exchange for what other party? <laughs> like, are you going right. to negotiate? No, no, no. I think that would be uh, unethical, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I don't think it's unethical. Well, whatever. I'm not gonna do that. Well, I don't think it's unethical. But I would go to other parties, and I would That's like to. Unethical. I would definitely like to start branching out. I was. We were very loyal to that place because we were there, and I think there was a purpose for that loyalty because. Um, you know, we use the facility and stuff like that. And now that we're not, I'm like, well, why not go and investigate and talk about other places? You know, I was adamantly uh, loyal to that place. And you guys, we used to argue about that. Yeah. Um, I remember but that. now I, I don't, don't have to. So let's start exploring other places and, and maybe, you know, go check out some stuff. Sounds uh, good to me. But, uh, if not, uh, I need to start playing again. Yeah. I just need I just need to start because it's like I start to really think about that. I'm like, how am I supposed to be um, in a position of giving opinions about the kink and BDSM lifestyle every week to my listeners when I'm not actively doing as much, you know? And it, and it's not even just being kinky. It's not even just doing kinky because, of course, I'm always going to be kinky and I'm always going to have thoughts and uh, and be talking about kink because that's what I do. But it really is being involved in a community because I need to see what's going on with people and how people are changing and how attitudes towards kink are changing. And, and I'd really like to start doing, and you know, I haven't been doing a lot of panels and, you know, we're doing, we're trying to do as many shows as we can and that keeps us kind of active, but that's us going to the non kink world and talking about, I just need, I just, you need to be in the kink world. I got to get in it. Yeah. I, I just, I just, I'm well, good. Go and get some stories and bring them back here to the podcast. I goddamn will. I like it. What is, I don't even have the paper. What's the next thing? The only thing we have left some fucking advice. Cause we Wait, have why no don't perverted we, mailbox. What do you mean? I fucking made a new <laughs> jingle because of last week. Hey, blame the listeners. I got no emails. I, made the jingle. I was so <laughs> proud. Fuck you. Love to read your letters. Hope it never stops. We're gonna read your letters on perverted mailbox. That apparently we ain't got one. <laughs> was that another storage That's, jingle? That was a storage jingle, and I was so <laughs> proud because it was all acoustic, and I and of course I did a pretty cool Robert plan in there, and uh, you know, suck my own dick a little. I look. I have to say, I never, I, I never wanted to say that I didn't like your other stuff because I did, but I've always been partial to the acoustic jingles. The acoustic, yeah. Absolutely. Someone was like, "Can we get more heavy metal jingles?" You know, and I'm like, "That sounds fucking great." If you can just cough me up a motherfucking warehouse to, to set up in. And I'm getting better in storage and I'm getting more things now organized. And so I was able to bring out the bass and then I was able to get a better sound uh, with the, the guitars. And so I'm slowly getting things. I don't know how I'm going to get the drums so I can do the metal because a lot of people like the metal jingles, you know, right. where I'm like, Wah! But this was good. I like it. But this it. is good. At least Even I'm, though we have no perverted mailbox. I, yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's really nice to play that jingle. Just <laughs> to play that fucking jingle. I was so proud of it. I'm all, this is going to be great. <laughs> although I do have, hey, I forgot to mention that you, you, although we didn't get the cell phone cover in my mailbox, in my P.O. box, we did get the cords that you wanted. Yeah, the, the extra cords. Oh, right, but you didn't tell me this stuff was coming. So I go to I go back once a month to my P.O. box, and it's usually so full I can barely pull the stuff out. Nice. I'm pulling it out, and I'm all packaged. I didn't order anything. Who's this out to? Who the fuck is Kathy Boogie? 
Did Can't I just say knew. Boogie's last name? Did we get married? We got married. Because I think a lot of people realize that Count Boogie is my legal name. So Boogie is your last name, and I'm like Kathy Boogie. You are Mrs. Ew, Boogie. You're Mrs. Like Boogie. You know one other thing that I forgot? What? Next week is the fifth Monday. It's supposed to be a pajama erotica. Oh. I totally forgot. Oh. And I saw that I'm all. <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> Got to do it. Do we have to? Can't just it? be a regular. We show? can do instead of annoyingly bad rap. We're switching off. Remember, so we'll do um, an erotica. We have to now. Well, I, either way, I have to write something. Yeah, you got. Yeah, suck it I don't want to. Yeah, I, I don't want to either. But can I'm it gonna. be a regular show? No, this is our show. We get to do whatever we want, and we can give the listeners Look, what we tell them we're going to give. If you make me do a show in a car, why can't I say we're not going to do a pajama erotica next week? Because we write erotica and I we do things. <laughs> we do think, Kathy. <laughs> You're good at it. Oh, what? You do. We do haikus. <laughs> fucking you bratty fucking bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Suck it up. Give the listeners their fucking This dude. is a bratty man. Ask Creative I'm, Explorer, we're not, bratty. We're, this we're is not, not it. We're not doing, annoy, we won't do annoyingly bad rap, but just right, some erotica. We're, or you could write. No haiku attack, just erotica. How's that? What's wrong with haiku attack that takes like two seconds to write a haiku? Because yeah, I have to come up with a topic for it. All right, fucking uh, hymen. No. Let's see, uh, severed hymen and... No, just uh, hymen. Hymen, okay. Hymen. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes over here. Uh, hymen and... Back hair. That's my contribution. Fair enough. Back hair. <laughs> Hymen and back hair will be our haiku attacks. And if you are a listener and you can get that in by, I, I don't know dates. I have to say a date. Today's because the 23rd. Of September 2019. Right. So if you can get us a haiku about either the hymen or back hair by, two, by September 28th. 2019 because <laughs> oh, you know they're gonna suck. listen to this show yes uh, all right and then uh we'll do some random erotica and we'll do yeah okay. just do some erotica all right fine. still be pajama erotica. I, I'm, I'm happy there's no annoyingly bad rap because they you know lately i'm struggling with those we just need to get rekindled i don't think that we can get rekindled. we just i can i'm we're here. recording in a garage you're homeless and i'm living in a tiny room Okay, that's that's motivation. That's like our eye of the tiger. That's our. She's a maniac. You're thing. you're in an eighties mood. I totally. <laughs> what did I hear? I, I heard one in the like the ninety nine cent store today. Which, by the way, I know in the UK. I don't know that they, they they do in the UK. I forget what it's called. It's like you know pound or something. You know, uh, which is their chain cheapy store, and. I, I fucking get pissed every time I'm in there because it's it's the dollar store. Everything in there, well, supposedly a dollar. They have a lot of stuff that's more than a dollar, which let, sucks. Let it go, Boogie. Let Fuck it go. Fuck them. It's, the name is 99 cents only. Oh Everything God. should be below 90. But what makes it even worse is when I'm in there because, you know, that's where I get my food every day because they have like little sandwich meats and, you know, rice cakes and stuff like that that's real cheap. And I get that. And the fuck, you know, they have the in-store, you know, advertisements that come on and the announcer comes on. And every fucking time he says, hey, 99ers, here's what's going on at the 99. First off, 
Don't fucking call me a 99er. I don't want to be a part of your little fucking club, okay? I am not. It's, it's the same as saying, hey there, guy that made horrible life choices and now has to eat at a dollar store to fucking feed himself because he's fucking homeless. No, I don't want to be a part of that fucking club. Don't remind. I'm not a 99er. I'm a human. I'm not some shit fuck that has to buy dollar food, okay? I kind of am right now. But normally, just let it go. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm scared. <laughs> you know, they used to say, well, welcome, Kmart shoppers. But Kmart had, you know, stuff. They had big Kmart TVs had a blue light special. They had a blue light special. But the 99 cent store, I mean, literally, do you have to point out that I'm now a part of a team of people that go to the 99 cent store? Now I have a club to be a part of with. It's already, my ego isn't already fucking trashed enough that now I got to be known as a 99er. What the fuck? First of all, Boogie. Uh, this dude is not talking to you. You have got to stop and Hey there, 99ers. Why would you call He's me? He's not it's talking not cool. to you. It's not hip. It doesn't make me feel like, oh, I'm a part of something really special. You're at the dollar store, you broke-ass motherfucker. With half of the stuff that's on the shelf is the land of broken dreams where somebody spent millions of dollars and invented something and said, we're going to make a lot of money. And then they didn't make shit and it failed and it went to the 99 cent store so we could buy it. That's a land of broken dreams it and cheap food. Not, can't you just look at don't it? Don't call me a 99er. As you should be, I don't know. Great, I don't want to be a 99er. Grateful that you can buy food for 99 cents? I certainly was. That's great, but it doesn't, I mean, just, I, it doesn't mean I want to wave a flag and say, oh, I'm, a nine, oh I'm part God. of something. You know, when I went to the 99 cent store with my food stamps, I would be like, this is the coolest thing ever. I was like very happy that That's I could great, get my meals for 99 cents. That's great, but it doesn't mean I need a cents. title. Are you a 99er? No, I'm not a 99er! <laughs> I'm a man! I'm a man! Let it go, Boogie. Fuck it every day. Fucking piss me off. Some fucking advice. Fuck, not a 99er. Oh, when you find your love life waning and you might need some explaining, come to us for some fucking advice. Not a 99er. You're not a 99er. Not either, you're 99. Shut up, you oh, fucking my dick. Boogie. What? Let it go, man. Whatever. He's not talking to you. He's talking directly to me <laughs> and everyone there and insulting hey there, all of us. <laughs> hey there, Boogie, you broke-ass piece of shit. Guess you got to shop here. Ha <laughs> ha, you're a 99er. You should write a song about this. No, yes, you shouldn't. Write a 99-cent jingle. Fuck it. I should have sued that place when they started charging more than 99 cents oh for stuff. Oh, my God. Okay, this one is written to us from... <laughs> You feel better now? Yeah, I do. Thanks. Okay. Onisel wrote to us. She, on, they're so cute. She writes to us on Patreon and says, I didn't know this was a place that I could ask questions on the show. Honey, anybody could email us. That you could fucking send it to us by carrier smoke, pigeon. Smoke and we signal. would be happy. <laughs> I'm like, Kathy, <laughs> we got to go up to the mountains. <laughs> Somebody sent us. Perverted <laughs> podcast listeners sending us a message. Hang on, I don't read smoke very well, but it looks like they're pissed off about being called a 99er. <laughs> they're pissed off about something Boogie said. Whatever. All yeah, right. that's new. I keep saying she for all I know. Okay. Oh, no, she is because of this. All right. How do you reassure your partner that you enjoy their kink even when it's not a shared kink? In other words, you enjoy their pleasure in the kink as much as they are enjoying their kink being fulfilled. 
My partner thinks that I'm just putting up with her kink even when I'm the one initiating it and verbalizing consent and enjoyment. I want to encourage them to grow and not feel shame or guilt. I like this question. This is a tough one, though. Well, I think this goes, this goes back to the post. Where it kind of does, but it's not really. It, it, well, it could, well, in the sense that the, the a- top needs to understand that the bottom wants to serve them by doing something that doesn't necessarily give them the same pleasure it does, but, this is but a- it gives them a different... Pr- it's yeah, the same yeah. thing as back rolling or back shaving. It kind, no, it, look, this, is, this actually isn't... I don't see it that way because one is about uh, top, and bo- top versus bottom. And and one is about accepting serve and, and it's about accepting service. That's not what they're talking about. This is basically someone who doesn't believe you when you say, "But I I'm okay doing this. In fact, I enjoy giving you service." Look, if somebody that you trust and that you're in a relationship with, and we're going to assume it's a positive, good relationship, or she wouldn't be writing, tells you something, and you don't believe them, you are either a calling them a liar or B, calling them too stupid to understand their own mind. Right. Now, there are very few times that, I, that I'm that definitive about this, but I, you are, you're, you're doing one of those two. There's no way around it. You're either telling them that they're lying, or you're telling them that they don't understand what they're saying, or they don't understand what they're feeling. So you're not allowing the adult to be an adult. You're infantilizing to, them. You're, make, yeah. you're, not, you're, you're putting, you're letting your fears get into this, and... You're doubting your partner's word because you're per, you're projecting yourself yeah into that situation. Going, I wouldn't like doing that. Exactly. I wouldn't want to shave someone's fucking back. Right, and so you 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 hit the nail on the head because what I wanted to say is very much that we always will look at a situation and we will internalize it and we'll say, if this were me, this is how I would feel. Therefore, this is how the other person must be feeling. And that is a very common thing. And that's, like, yeah, that's it- like 101 hitting hitting somebody, you know, for the first time when you're not a bottom yourself and dealing with like, well, I can't hit you hard. We, this is, this is. Yeah, you're a this, different yeah, person. Is, yeah, this is standard, you know, BDSM stuff where it's like the top is like, well, I don't want to hit you hard because obviously I wouldn't like it and that's wrong and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Exactly. So you, it, I, when I say that, you're either calling them a liar or calling them stupid. You may not see it that way because you're, you're thinking to yourself, well, I know this person and I know that at their heart they're a very kind person and they're just trying to save my feelings. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're still calling them a liar. Yeah. You're still you're not, not trusting exactly. your partner. Exactly. That's exactly right. And it's some, so no. if you look at it that way, it can make it easier to, to consistently not believe or disbelieve your partner when they tell you one thing is damaging to the relationship. I, I, agree I say with that, that because at times when you're having trouble believing them, having that perception in your mind can make you stop to unlock those gears that are locked and not allowing you to move forward. Because you just, just as the, the similarity with the FetLife post topic was that uh, sometimes you need to see it from another angle to understand. So if you're a top who has trouble taking service from your submissive, uh, look at it as if which is true, you're not allowing them to fulfill their desires. In this case, you can do something similar. You are, if in not believing them, you are literally thinking to yourself they're lying. You're, just, you're not using those words, but you are thinking that person's lying. They may be doing it for a good reason, but they're lying to me. 
I can't trust this person because they're lying to me. If you look at it that way, you'll realize that it's true, and it might make you start considering believing them. Hmm. Or you have to realize you're in a relationship with another person. Well, duh. Well, I mean, a lot of times <laughs> you don't, and that really comes down to our selfishness. Is that, and that's where, you know, I had to realize that a lot of my opinions of women in the relationships and how I dealt with it was misogynistic because I wasn't allowing them to be their own person and make their own decisions. I was making those decisions for them. They needed me to educate them and teach them, you know, and, and it was just at its, at its base was just kind of misogynistic. Like I wasn't allowing this adult person to make their own informed decisions about themselves. I have to accept that when Mew looks at me in the eye and says, this makes me happy to do for you, even though I'm, I'm not getting sexual gratification for it or something like that. Um, I have to realize that I am not in a relationship with myself because so often that's where I kind of just, I go off and I, and you have to remember this is another human being. And, and a lot of, this is where you just have to realize, am I a selfish prick or am I actually wanting to be in a relationship with another human? And if I am, I have to listen to what they say. It's yeah. What you're, what you're mentioning as far as I hear it, is just an extension of the, you're either lying to me or you're stupid. I know I understand that saying you're stupid can sound like a very harsh statement, but in essence, when you that's t- what you're doing, what you're doing when you say to somebody, "Well, honey, I, I like it. I love that you. That's what you think, but you don't realize that what you're really thinking is this. You're basically saying you're stupid, and I know better than you." Which I mean, in general, I do, but. Oh, you know, boogie. you have to allow. No. Otherwise, they don't grow. No. You know, you just, no. you got to let the little ones grow up at oh, some point. Boogie. You got to let them make their own mistakes. We can only hope that the listeners know that you're just being sarcastic. That's sarcastic. I think pretty much anyone that listens to the show more than once. <laughs> but if you, you don't understand what sarcasm <laughs> is, I'm sure we have lost a lot of listeners <laughs> that do not understand. I'm sure we have lost Because a lot we've of had listeners. thousands and thousands of people listen to us and then leave. Never and listen I would, again. I would love to know what some of like, sometimes we get emails sometimes from those we people, get some but not often. Just not often yeah. enough to where they're like, this fucking guy, fuck him. But everyone else is like, oh, he's just kind of sarcastic. Oh, he's, he's just a sarcastic douchebag. He's just a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Uh, what? That's me you're talking what? about. What? You actually, you, you, talk, you bring up something very important. Is That, that I'm a douchebag? Well, not news. I did. I'm trying Hot not to press. be an asshole. But, Hot you know, off the press. You're making it hard, Boogie. Oh, yeah. I, I thought you were going to say that's what she said. Ha, 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 No, I just, ha, ha, ha. I just shut up so you could finish. You did shut statement. up. That's very rare. I wasn't ready for it. Look, shut up and just fucking you finish. You messed me up, man. Whatever, Kathy. What are we going to say? I stalled. I, I will push the button. I will push this button and end no, this show. No, don't push the button. I will pull button. this show over right now. Oh, my God. Yes. You said uh, that we're all different people. And a lot of times people will will say, well, like you said, with, uh, hey, I'm a... I don't like being hit, so that person uh, must be feeling a tremendous amount of pain and must not be liking it, therefore I need to stop this. And the same can be true in, in this instance. If you're somebody who does not like going along with someone else's kink and it bores you know, the pants off of you, you're probably thinking, that 
I can't relax and have a good time because I know that this is boring the pants off of her. Mm. Now, have I ever told you that uh, Creative Explorer loves board games <laughs> and that I hate them? <laughs> From time to time, you have dropped that little hint. <laughs> have I ever told you how much he loves superhero movies and, and action flicks? Oh, my well, God. Superhero movies. Can- yeah, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, okay. okay, he tries to get he tried to get me to watch Rambo this weekend, and I'm like, no. You didn't go see the final installment of Dust Blowing Rambo? I literally told him, uh, you go on your own. Oh, come on. That and before funny. I even got there, he had already, after work, he went to see it on his own. I have to tell you that what, how, normally that's very hard for me. Creative Explorer has shown me how to be an asshole. <laughs> because I will roll my eyes at him now. I will just shake my head and go, would you please stop talking about all these fucking board games? I've had it. Which is not something I would normally tell people. Certainly sure, not yes. my dominance. <laughs> and yet I do. That's a weird kind of relationship we have. But um, I understand people who, who find it hard to imagine that the person standing across from them feels completely different than you, that they're not lying to you. I get it. I totally do. But you know what? When you're in a relationship with somebody, you have to push yourself, and you have to get past that shit. You have to. I would never be with Mew. I would never be with Mew if I didn't understand that this was a completely dynamically, mentally different person from me. Yeah. And I have to just accept that because that guilt, that... That like, oh my God, I hate being around me 90% of the time. So obviously this person's sick and abused or something, but she's not. She had a relatively decent childhood. Uh, you know, you know, she's, she's got support. She's, you know, whatever. She is not a dysfunctional bro. She had no drugs and alcohol. She, she has none of the things that would maybe tip you off that maybe she's with me because it's dysfunctional. She might just be with me because she wants to. Because it's been almost five years. Mm-hmm. So I had to, that was something I, I had to embrace because I have, I have pushed away so many people in relationships because I'm like, you need to escape from me because I can't escape from me and you can. So if your legs work, fucking use them. And then I basically push someone to the point to where they finally are like, fine, fuck you, I'll leave. You know, and I didn't do that with Mew. Right. And, uh, I didn't do it a lot with Abyss. Um, but I especially had to work on that with Mew and just say, uh, she's an adult and the day she gets sick of me, she'll go. And until then, I'm not going to have to remind her of that every day. Yeah. Yeah. I used to, uh, go, I was in a relationship with a woman who is now a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name was Rain at the time, so whenever I talk about our past, I refer to her as a woman because that's where we were at the time. And she loved going down on me. And it's not that she didn't like me to reciprocate, but there were times when I wasn't in the mood to reciprocate, and I would say, no, let, don't go down on me. Let's not do that because I'm not in the mood to get back. And she would be like, I don't care. Let's do it. I, lo- I love eating pussy. Let's go. And I had a great deal of trouble letting her do it because if there was no quid pro quo, if, if I couldn't balance that sure, scale sure. somehow, oh, fuck. And it took me it took me quite a while. I don't know that I ever actually um, resolved it 100%, but towards the end of our relationship, I, I, I did um, 
entertain the thought that we were two different people and that she her her experience was different than mine and that I possibly had to understand that maybe she was okay with it. <laughs> it maybe was like, she actually liked it. <laughs> maybe, sure, she would have liked it if I went down on her too, but she didn't do it with an agenda. Hmm. You know, and I thought to myself, the one thing that made me start to turn around was thinking, did you ever consider that maybe she's just a kinder person than you? And then I thought, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, maybe, maybe she's not an asshole like me because I get really pissed off when to, I don't get something when there's no quid pro quo. Yeah. I get yes, creative annoyed. explorer. What? No, I didn't mean that. You did. You said it. Oh my no. god! You just went on a rant. Let's rewind this. No. No. Let's just wrap it up. God damn it. <laughs> I think we've done enough damage for one day. Yay! That is our show. Thank you so much for joining us. I'd love to say that joining us in the Love Lab tonight are... Two dolphin stuffies that you won't let me hit you with. (laughs) And they contributed nothing to this show whatsoever. They did. They're cute. (laughs) You know what? Um... The coffers are bare. Please email me, you guys. I hate to sound needy for like a second week in a row, but yeah, it would we, be we great. can't really do a show without audience participation. Otherwise, we're just talking out of our ass. Plus, Boogie did a really awesome jingle. I'd love to hear it again. So please email us and tell us anything. I don't care. Plant the pee pee flag. Tell us we suck. Just talk to us. Or we are pretty pathetic. I just realized we're like begging people to write to us. Well, I mean, it's a show and, and I know sometimes people feel like, Oh, that's not a good thing to say or whatever. Just, I mean, even if you got a list of 10 things that you're just like, these are things I'd want to talk about. Even if they're fetishes, I mean, we used to do that a lot, you know, where we just open up the fetish book and be like, hey, let's talk about dendrophilia, which is the attraction to trees. I remember You know, the the more ideas you have, the more that Kathy and I can engage in thought, engage in our own discussions, do some research, and then we all talk about it on the show, and it gives everybody a new little new opinion uh, and an angle for themselves to think. And maybe you don't like fucking trees, but maybe you want to do a role play in the jungle. I don't know. I tell you, we have a very parasitic relationship with our audience. We're parasites. We, we feed off of their ideas. I, I really don't for them. know if yes. that's something it's, that that's we should. That's true. Know. It's what we. They're like we're like the fleas. How about and symbiotic? The How about symbiotic? No, that's it. Down do and to- dirty. We're parasitic. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. We're like mosquitoes sucking the blood oh, out of I our hate audience. Mosquitoes. I, I know because now I have to spray myself because I walk so much. Yeah. And it's summer and I have to spray myself with bug spray like every day, sometimes twice a day. And I'm wondering what fucking third eyeball I'm going to grow. You know what my sister and my cousin swear by is this stuff called Skin So Soft. Skin So Soft. Yes. that They spray it on themselves all the time, especially Jackie who sits out in the backyard yeah. smoking cigars. Oh my God. She's constantly... Which is, she sprays it on herself and she's, and if it weren't for that, she would be covered in... In death bites. bites. Yes. So Skins. pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or soundcloud.com forward slash perverted dash podcast or patreon.com forward slash perverted podcast. Go to our Fet Life page. Find Perverted Podcast. Hey, I'll send a message to uh, Count Boogie on Fat Life or Kathy on Fat Life. I don't care how you send us Just stuff. make with the typey-typey, goddammit. Typey-typey. We're going to get inundated. It's going to be a tidal wave. That would be, and I'll be no, so happy. No, it's not, you fucking losers. Jesus Christ, <laughs> suck it up and help us make this show happen. <laughs> 
I like this show. This was a this was a fun show. I think we we got down and dirty. We didn't have Mew telling us to wrap it up, so so we so went. We, we talked on endlessly, and uh, and and it was good, Kathy. I, I enjoyed myself today, and that was show two twenty five. We'll be back next week for two twenty six. Pajama erotica, talking about hymens and back hair. Aye. That's it. Just and if you're one of our Patreon back. supporters, listen Friday morning. We're gonna have a new a new car in episode. The car episode. We'll go oh run over God. some people. This time it'll be my car. Yeah, I'm driving. Fine, you drive. I don't right. care. All Bring right, we'll ukulele. see. You. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! I'm. Feeling great I've stumbled onto something And I'm not sure what it is Think It might be good It's been so very long Since I stared down The throat of bliss But I just kissed a porn star She drove me around town Inside her rental car God tell me I'm not dreaming And if I am, God damn it, don't wake me up The coffee tasted like shit But I was enamored by the conversation So I didn't care, not one little bit We hit it off pretty cool Now I don't believe in chemistry Cause I never got that far in school But I just kissed a porn star She drove me around town Inside her rental car God tell me I'm not dreaming And if I am, god damn it Don't wake me up Don't be afraid, cause Chloe will make it all better soon, yeah. I just kissed a porn star. She drove me around town inside her rental car. God, tell me I'm not dreaming. And if I am, God damn it, don't wake me up. Don't wake me up. Go to sleep. Nighty night, pleasant dreams.